Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and today I'm going solo again. And I have to apologize because I was going to have a guest for this Wednesday. And (laughs) scheduling error, Andy Morgan... Um, was supposed to be the guest, and I thought it was today at 3 p.m., and I'm waiting on my laptop, I'm ready on Skype, I got my coffee in hand, I got my water, and, you know, a couple minutes go by, I message him, nothing, and I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna make sure I have the right time, because he does live in Japan, and maybe I screwed up on the time change. So, look through my emails, and it's not February 12th, for the interview, it's February 20th, and I'm like, God damn it. And uh, usually I have one guest per week in advance, so just in case this happens, I'm all good, but with the previous guest, I couldn't record, the audio was crap, because, you know, Skype didn't work, Google Hangout didn't work, Instagram Live worked, but the audio was crap, so I couldn't do it, and I was like, okay, it's all good, I have another guest. My audience won't have to suffer the consequences, and then I screwed up, so I apologize. But you will get this episode, and I think it will give you some value, at least I think so, because as a coach, this will resonate with all the coaches out there, and as a client or someone who's had a coach or is interested in fitness this situation most likely happened to you or happens every so often and i wanted to give my take on it but before that as always i want to give out some shout outs to the top three cities who's listening to my podcast right now and really cool no matter what day i look at my stats i always get some new cities in there so The new number one is L.A., so shout out to everyone in California listening to my show, and again, I will be at the Perform Better in Long Beach, so all my listeners who are going to that event, make sure you say hi to me, and maybe I'll have a t-shirt for you. Uh, Number two, which is pretty cool, Surrey, Canada. So Surrey is my hometown where I grew up. It is what I call the projects or the hood equivalent to anywhere else in the world because super poor city in certain parts and that's where I grew up. So it's kind of cool seeing my hood listening to my show. Number three, I hope I do not pronounce this incorrectly. It is Elstern Wick in Australia. Shout out to every international listener to my show. And hopefully this thing keeps growing all over the world. So let's get right into it. And the topic I am going to bring up is disappearing from your health and fitness. So what the hell does that even mean? So as a coach, the past eight years, I've noticed a trend, maybe not even a trend, but a pattern and a behavior from a client's perspective. And I'm going to give you some examples. So I had this uh, one client that you know just started with me. He wanted to sign up twice a week. We started training, you know, three months in, super consistent. You know, we started 
getting to know each other. We're having a great time. And then one day he doesn't show up for a session. I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe like, you know, he's sick or something happened. He slept in, whatever. You know, I give him a call. No answer. Go straight to voicemail. I'm like, hey, man, you missed your session. Just wondering what's going on. And, you know, didn't hear back. It was later during the week when he was supposed to come in for a second session. Wasn't there. Like, okay, something's going on. So I decided to email him. Like, hey, you missed, uh, you know, two sessions in a row. What's going on? You're really consistent. Hope everything's okay. And didn't hear from him for, you know, a couple months. And I found it really strange that he just kind of fell off the map. And, you know, I would email him once a week. Still no answer. You know, a couple months go by. I'll, I reached out like once a month. Still nothing. A couple more months go by. And I finally hear back from him. And I think it took him six months to get back to, you know, a couple of missed calls, voice messages, emails, and what have you. And turns out he decided to move to Mexico. Boom. Out of nowhere. Didn't tell me. I don't know what the hell went wrong. Not sure if I did something, said something, but based on the email, he was nothing. There was no issues. He just said, you know, decided to pick up my things, move to Mexico, having a blast, and never explained anything to me. I'm like, okay, weird. Um, here's another example. Um, trained this one client. You know, we went straight for eight months trained for I think it was like three four times a week you know super active on email super active with their training program and then went on vacation and um, they were gone for three weeks and I'm like no problem you know enjoy yourself have a good time I'll check in periodically through email see how you're doing and then when you come back we'll get right back into it and then you know goes on vacation those weeks go by, don't hear anything from her, didn't hear, like, message them through Facebook. She didn't reply back. I'm like, hey, what is going on? And it's been three years, still don't know where she is. Um, really strange. And, you know, that's two examples where people completely fell off the map. But here's another one. Um, my old gym that I was training at. I had a client that was there when that gym opened up. So he was a client for four years. I came in the picture in their first year. So I was training him for three years. That gym closed down. And during the transition time of me finding a new gym to train my clients at, it was a good eight weeks of my clients not training. And when I found a new spot, you know, contacted everyone. It's like, hey, you know, I found a good spot. Um, this is how it's gonna be. And, you know, I had this huge influx of clients that just jumped right on board. They were ready. They were good to go. And this one guy who was super consistent for years never, you know, replied back to me. Um, basically just ignored every single email. I would see him on Facebook. I would see him on Instagram, like doing stuff. I'm like, hey, what the hell is going on? And after one year of kind of following up with him once a month just to see if, you know, hopefully he would answer my email. He replied back and he's like, hey, you know what? I'm ready for training. A lot of shit happened in my life. Hopefully that's cool. I'm like, of course, like it's all good. And, you know, it turns out like his father died and obviously he had to deal with it somehow. And 
you know, this stuff does happen. And, you know, he just went right back into it, started training again, super consistent for a year, and then again fell off the map and don't know what happened, stopped answering my emails, and then he eventually came back again. And he's like, hey, you know, work got super busy. I was doing 16-hour days, seven days a week. I just couldn't handle another hour to my life. I just had to get home and sleep and just relax and be with my family. So with those three examples, you know, when I first was new to the industry, I found it really annoying. I thought people were lazy. I thought people just didn't want it bad enough. But, you know, shit happens, life happens, and... I think as coaches, we need to understand that, you know, the moment you get a client, they can just leave at any time. It's not a life-term commitment of 10 years they're going to be with you. Shit will happen. You know, they'll go through a divorce. They'll lose a family member. They'll lose their jobs. They'll move into a different country and not tell you about it. Like, this shit does happen. But if you leave a great impact on their life they will come back to you. They'll know how to find you. If you are super on it with social media, they will look you up on Facebook or Instagram or whatever have, wherever you have all your content and eventually they'll reach out when they're ready. And I think that's a big one. Like all the fitness enthusiasts, you know, listening, like you can only train when you're ready. You know, stuff will come up in your life where you just can't, can't make a priority to the gym. You know, I see it all the time with clients where they really want to get health as a priority. They do it for a while and they realize that they didn't shove anything else out of their life in their priority list and things are not getting done. They're not spending enough time with their family and they're like, holy crap, I can't do this. I need to take something out. And usually the gym is the first thing, which kind of sucks because... I look at it as like, I don't want people to like lose ton of weight and so I want them to look better and feel better, but I think of the bigger picture because it's your health. Like even if you were coming in one day a week for 30 minutes, like you're still gonna get benefit benefits to your health. You know, like that's gonna prevent you getting some sort of like diabetes or any other kind of life-threatening disease over time. But as the general population looks at it, it's something that they can give up. And they usually come back to it when things get really bad. And I've seen it with clients where, you know, they're super consistent, they drop off, they go on like blood pressure medication, they're like, holy shit, I need to get back to the gym. They go back to the gym, they hammer it out, they get off their blood meds, and then they kind of feel that they can leave again because they got off the medication. And it's just vicious cycle going back and forth. Now, you know, as a coach, I've never experienced that. I can only imagine, you know, other people, how they feel when they know they should be going to the gym, but work is super crazy. The kids schedule at school is super crazy. And then on top of that, you still need to sleep. You still have to do your chores. You still have to do this and do that. And people are asking you to come out. You're, you have birthday parties. You have a family event. You have a funeral that you have to fly out to Toronto or whatever you got to do. It all adds up and then you're just like, holy shit. So I think I've made a video about this. I might have said this on the show, but there's this, you know, theory of the four burners on a stovetop. And those are your four priorities in your life. 
and you can only have four at a time. So we hope as coaches that one of those burners would be devoted to your health, which is the gym. And then the other three burners can be your family, yourself, your business, your dog, your whatever, your car that you're rebuilding in your garage. But if you now introduce something new to your life that's going to take up a lot of time, like, hey, you know what would be a great idea? I want to go back to school and get my master's and whatever, and I'm not going to eliminate anything else in my life. I'm just going to pack it on top and see how shit unfolds. And that's what usually happens. So if you remember my other episode about you know, saying no to things, this is where it goes hand in hand. Most people don't think about it. You know, they get presented a new opportunity. It's like, hey, we got this new promotion, but you're going to have to do an extra 10 hours a week of work in order for you to get that promotion, get them, uh, get more money, get better benefits, blah, blah, blah. But it's going to be good for your family. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And you're like, yeah, totally. I should totally do that. And then you go into it and you're like, oh, shit, that extra 10 hours is actually a lot per week. Now I can't go see my kids dance recital. Now I can't go play basketball with my buddies. Now I can't go play golf on Sunday mornings with my friends. Now I can't do this. Now I can't do that. And something's got to give. And it's going to be the gym. It's going to be whatever extracurricular thing that you signed up for. And I think this is where... Another thing I brought up in my previous episodes is to audit your day, audit your time, audit the things you've said yes to. And it's really hard to actually do this because people realize this at the worst time yet. I see this all the time with my clients who are parents. You know, they have their kids in school and they don't actually think about that the moment the kids go in school, they're going to have extracurricular activities. And that adds a lot of time. So, you know, here's all these parents putting their kids in elementary school. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is all good, whatever. And out of nowhere, they're like, hey, we have this play. And now for the next month, we have to be picked up from school at 6 p.m. And 6 p.m. is your gym time. So what happens? You cut out the gym because kids come first, right? So you really need to start thinking about as coaches that your client's world does not like revolve around your workout. There's so many different strings attached to their life other than what you're doing in the gym. And, you know, as a fitness enthusiast listening to the show, this might like resonate like you're like, oh shit, like Raph's right. Like I have a lot of crap on my plate. No wonder I haven't been to the gym for three months. As much as you want to, you need to really sit down and start thinking about what's really important and then start eliminating all the clutter, right? It's just like how after a couple years, you look in your closet, and you're like, why the fuck do I have 12 shoe boxes? Why did I keep these? And now the rest of my house is a disaster because I keep collecting crap that I don't need. Like, You know that feeling when you do like spring cleaning and you get rid of all the shit or, you know, you go to your storage locker, you're like, why the hell do I have a fax machine from the 80s? And you take it to the dump and you just throw it out there and you feel so good that you're throwing a piece of shit that you've held on for so long and you finally got rid of it. You feel lighter. You feel good. You're like, now I can accomplish more things. 
It's the same thing when it comes to your priorities in your life. Like sit down, write out everything you do and see what you can throw out. Throw out the shit in your life that you don't need. And I think coaches need to understand their clients a little bit more that, you know, training for us comes easy. Like we could have the busiest week and a jam-packed filled weekend of crap to do. Somehow we're going to figure out to get a workout in while everyone else in your family could be like stressing about crap. Like here's a really good example. The day before my wedding, I somehow figured out to get a workout in and convince my best man to work out with me while my wife was like freaking out about everything. Somehow I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to totally going to work out. I think like a complete insane lunatic, whereas a regular client is going to be thinking about that wedding. So this is where coaches need to come down off their little like high horse of fitness and look through the eyes of the client and the client who's listening right now, you know, just because you haven't gone to the gym for a month, three months, six months, two years, that's okay. It's because it's not in your priority list high enough for it to happen every week. And, you know, sometimes you can fall into a habit of not going. Like you can not have a lot of stuff going on in your life and the gym just doesn't happen because you've been out of it for so long. It just becomes a habit and humans are a habit of nature. Like if you decide to sit on your butt every day at 6 p.m. watching Netflix, it's going to continue happening no matter what. So for those who have the time, try to break the cycle, try to break the habit. For those who've been off for six months because their entire life has turned upside down, don't feel bad. Find five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you have to do something that's active. And coaches, if you have clients that are super flaky or the ones that you know disappear for six months at a time, don't give up on them. Never give up on them because that's your job to be there whenever they need you. They might not need you right at that second, but the moment they feel ready to make a change in their life, you need to be ready with open arms so they feel like they never left. So I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. And I'd be really curious for people listening to my show who are clients or, you know, people interested in fitness who are not coaches, I would love to hear your experience about a time in your life where, you know, you were super consistent at the gym and out of nowhere, it just stopped. You know, something happened drastic in your life and you had to cut the gym out of your life. I would love for you to reach out to me and let me know what it was and kind of explain your experience going through it because I'm kind of interested to understand my clients better when I train them online and in person. So I'm going to end it there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of me rambling about this topic. I find it really interesting and, you know, share your experience with me, share this podcast, share it on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever you are on. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting this show. Sorry once again for screwing up with the schedule with guests, but life happens, shit happens. 
And that's a wrap for this episode. Until next week, you guys, I will have another wonderful guest for you.